Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. How was the weekend? That was good. It was good. Yeah. Pretty good weekend, so. I actually didn't do a lot. Like, I just did a bunch of stuff around the house. I went to the Oil Kings game on Saturday. Oh, did you? That was good, yeah. They Where are they at? Uh, they could have won the championship on Saturday, but they, they ended up losing. But uh, I think they play tonight. Maybe? Play tonight? Yeah. All right. Yeah, they've been rolling, eh? Yeah. Did you take the kitties? No, there was about eight of us guys. It was a boys' night. Sports nice. night. Yeah. Um, we've got dad advice. Dad advice. Yeah. Is that yeah. How, like how dad are we? Advice. Dad advice. Yeah. I don't know why I have a mental block on this. Uh, we have that coming up today, and we're gonna do it in the eight o'clock hour. We're helping Grant out with his uh, his newfound family, <laughs> um, giving away some nice prizes. We'll get you more details in the eight o'clock hour for that. We also have to give away Elks tickets. Jimmy, I'm gonna let you handle this, okay? We're giving away tickets in our section, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, the running section. Um, give them away to somebody at some point this morning on the text line. If, if you like a text or something like that. Okay. All right. We'll just do that this week because we got a pair a day, don't we? Yeah. All right. Okay. We're all on the same page. He looks very confident. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. <laughs> Could be 15 pairs. <laughs> we have no idea. We're not sure at all. All right. Um, we're getting uh, things going. Kenny Wayne Shepard turned 45 on the weekend. Okay. Now, listen, Kenny Wayne Shepard has some great tunes. And I-, I feel a little bit bad that we're not playing a Kenny Wayne Shepard song. Yeah. But this song is unbelievable. I absolutely love this tune. It's him and Kid Rock. Called Spank getting this going this morning. The locker room topic of the day. What household chore do you hate the most? Today is National Weed Your Garden Day. Hmm. Weeding's up there for me. <clears throat> I am not a big fan of weeding. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I mentioned the toilets. I had to clean the gutters this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Is it because you hate the heights? I think that's part of it. Um, we have trees in our neighborhood, so they, uh, they get, they get caught out. Like it's pretty gross. They get plugged. I had to take one apart and it's just, it's such a pain in the ass. (laughs) I procrastinate for, it's one of those jobs. Like I, I'm not a big fan of putting the, the Christmas lights up either. Oh yeah. Don't you just leave them up? Yes, I do, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> All right. Did we bought? No. Jimmy, where would we? Start? I was just going to say, just cleaning as a whole. <laughs> everything. Everything, basically. I went into his apartment on Friday. Oh, no. To help him fix his mic when his pot every time he's on the podcast his mic is like i don't know where it's no, tuned working. into it so i went and had a look at it to fix that and i walked in and he's just like don't say anything don't say anything don't say anything just keep your i should get those horse blinders <laughs> when i go to his apartment yeah put those on and yeah, yeah. although like, that might make your smelling stronger 
Like if you block out one of your senses, that right at the at the entrance of the dorm, like go open some windows <laughs> before I come in. Grant, what's yours? Bathtub. The Having bathtub to like scrub the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. The locker room topic of the day. The worst household chore. I don't want to get in details again. I repeat this. I can't stress this enough, but it is cooking for her. Okay. Cooking. And I'll leave it at that. Cooking for She's your. Very picky, or. Yeah, household chore, right? Uh, yeah, that's a, that. That's one. All right. Yeah. She's probably sick of roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. The locker room topic of the day. What household chores can be inside or outside? Do you hate doing the most? Christy said, I hate washing dishes. It's why I do all the cooking. My spouse and I have a rule. Whoever uh, does, whoever cooks, whoever doesn't cook, cleans the kitchen and dishes. Um, so that's why she cooks, so that he has to clean the kitchen and do all the dishes. I bet you that happens a lot. That kind of happens with us. We have yeah. a, like, I actually like doing dishes. I'm weird that we have a dishwasher, but the pots and stuff. I get a weird sense of satisfaction when they're all done. I, I get that. Yeah, when they're when all the put away. When the kitchen's clean. It's a good feeling. I, I will look at it and not want to do it, but when it's done, <laughs> I'll be like, hey, I'm glad I did uh, that. I feel good right now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jimmy? Yeah. You're really quiet <laughs> this, during this topic. Very quiet on this topic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you, what do you, like, do you wash your dishes or do you just... Eat on top of. He's got a leaf blower. <laughs> I wash them <laughs> with water and yeah, and soap and yeah. All right. The locker room topic of the day. What household chore do you hate doing the most? Um, Dean said the chore that he hates doing the most is uh, cleaning the drain in his wife and daughter's shower. Oh, because shower the- drain. Yeah, you have a thing with that too, don't you? The, uh, the, the hair that comes they, out of that—they get so nasty. Yeah, when you clean them out and you're pulling, like, oh yeah. Women lose a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't got a lot to lose anymore, so I'm not filling up that drain. But um, yeah, if you've got more than a, if you got one or two or three women in the house, they can get nasty. Yeah, it can get those just, drains are yeah, yeah yeah, and you gotta sometimes you gotta do the old. <laughs> suction it out yeah comes like uh, it looks like a rat in there just a <laughs> dead mouse or something Ugh. the locker room topic of the day household chores you hate doing the most uh d says the the litter box for the cat um d actually gets a new one every time <laughs> i have a solution for that <laughs> no cat <laughs> what smells worse cats or dogs cats because cat, kitty litter, like the litter box is disgusting. I think the litter box smells worse. Dogs, you can kind of, they have like a musk to them, but you can kind of get used to it. Dogs, dogs, I think, smell worse than cats overall. But the, the litter box yeah, where the, they pee and ugh. That makes it way the, worse. That is the worst. Yeah. And you can't, like, do people keep? Do, do people let cats go outside? Because most people have a cat that have a pet. Cat, Some people do have the cat litter inside, right? Our uh, our neighbor lets their cat wander around. It scares you sometimes because all of a sudden you're like you'll feel like something's watching you, and you look up, it's on top of the fence looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> Kingston has no interest in cats. No, 
Oh yeah, he he goes nuts for birds and rabbits, not cats. Cats doesn't. Yeah, he just sort of hmm, hmm. whatever. Let's next. Interesting. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. We are gonna wrap up here with our household chores you hate doing the most. Um, this one's pretty funny. I hate putting away the dishes. My wife is constantly changing where things go in the kitchen, trying to improve kitchen efficiency. Just when I have the entire kitchen mapped out and figured out where everything goes, she changes it on me and then sits in the living room laughing because I'm opening 14 cupboards to find one thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't know where everything's going, it's annoying. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Scuba Steve said his chore he hates the most is uh, sorting through his extension cords. Like, why are all these six cords connected and yeah, tangled? I have, a, and- I have a old extension cord, and I don't think I've wrapped it properly, and it's got that twisted thing in it, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's it doesn't fold up properly <laughs> anymore. And you know, they're not that looks expensive. Like a rat's nest. <laughs> Oh, I'm not throwing that thing out till she starts a fire. <laughs> uh, positive Mike hates cutting the grass. I don't mind That's the my, grass. I, I love cutting the I grass. I actually really enjoy yeah. it. If I do move to the penthouse suite downtown, which we're still working on, um, that's the one thing I will miss is maintain a lawn. Doing the lawn, yeah. Although the dog has destroyed the backyard. Yeah, you're, you you got to do just focus on the front now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carrie hates cleaning the toilets. Toilets is mine, too. Uh, this one, I hate dusting. That's why I get my husband to do it. Yeah. And uh, washing floors, Army Chris said with a dog. It's Well, he's got three or four dogs. It's a weekly event for him. Yeah. I know every time I go over to Army Chris's, he's always like, just leave your shoes on. I got the dogs here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. The vacuum didn't, vacuuming didn't come in. Eh? No, nobody hates vacuuming. I don't mind vacuuming. Yeah. That's the one chore. Like, I'll, Oh, I'll, there we got uh, Mike from Ontario just said it used to be vacuuming, but then he got a Roomba. So <laughs> The Roomba? <laughs> yeah, he got a Roomba. My buddy had a Roomba. Yeah. Yeah. And he would just leave it on all the time. Yeah. It was always going. It just wanders around. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Mini Me. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. All right, Jimmy. What movie did Crazy Corey, Jason, Doug, the, 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 the delivery driver, and Christy, you see, for you to say, Locke, <laughs> want you to watch this weekend? Cry Baby. You're looking rumble. You're looking at me because I'm the king. It was the. It was a musical. It was Johnny Depp's birthday, right, or something. Yeah. I think listeners love to torture me as much as you two a holes do. See, we didn't know anything, didn't about, know anything this, about this movie. This is a horrible. Horrible knockoff of Grease is basically what it was. He's a gang. Like, he has this group of guys, and she was kind of a preppy person. And it was. (laughs) What year did this come out? 1990. Yeah. Okay. So it's one of his earlier ones. Yeah. Like, it was. Wow. I was surprised at how many people. Uh, mentioned it when we when we said, "Hey, pick a you know a Johnny Depp movie." Boom! It just came in. Yeah, but it was so popular. So people are people tro- wanted to mess with you. Yeah, people are trolling Jimmy. So yeah, so that's just how <laughs> my life goes. Uh, the only thing I thought I liked or I, I kind of liked was some of the music because at first I thought it was him singing. But it wasn't even him singing. He was lip syncing all the way through. I looked it up. He didn't sing one lick in that entire movie. Then all the music just started to annoy me. 
Um, some of the some of those guys can actually sing. Some of the actors can actually. Johnny sing. Depp's a musician. Well, that's yeah, I don't know if he but, sings or not. No, but, he's but a guitar he didn't. He didn't sing at all. Player. I actually looked it up, and it was all lip syncing. Okay, from what I could tell, uh, William Defoe was the prison guard. But no, I hated the movie. I gave it a one. All right. Was the there music- a lot of singing? Like, it would, like randomly, they just broke out in song and dance. Yeah, I stubbed my toe. Let's sing about it. <laughs> what I read is it's got like a cult following. Oh, because the motorcycle he rides in it just sold it in an auction for like two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I, it, I didn't know anything about this. Me neither. It was yeah. basically a gang war between the preppies and the cool kids, and the skids or something, or, or whatever, yeah. and and then. Was singing in between. Was Johnny Depp a skid? He was a greaser. He, he was, was a greaser. greaser. Okay. All right. So what's your rating? I gave it a one. I didn't want to give it a zero because I half, half-ass half liked the music okay. until <laughs> I found out he didn't do anything, and then it just got annoying. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, Crybaby. Sucked. One buttered cob of Tabor corn. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Christine McVie. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. She was around for the rumors days. Um, I guess she's releasing something, some solo stuff. And she's doing a promotional tour right now. Yeah, she's doing a lot Maybe of interviews a, and stuff. I think I think she's releasing some some solo stuff that didn't make it. You know, like unreleased tracks and and maybe a book or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she's out, you know, promoting it like you do. And um, she made she's the, the the girls from Fleetwood Mac, the ladies from Fleetwood Mac, were always outspoken and and fairly fairly aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. Comparatively speaking, I think, to uh, uh, artists back in the day, right? And this isn't even a gender thing. Yeah. And I don't think she holds her tongue very often, right? Like, I, she's, nope. not, she's not a wallflower. She's not shy. No, she's not nope. shy. Not, not, not afraid to talk about what she did. Now, you can agree or disagree with her, I, I, I guess, but she made a statement about um, her drug use and she said, cocaine and champagne made me perform better. Yeah. Yeah, because they said, you know, Fleetwood Mac, you guys are pretty notorious for drug use and everything. Apparently, they were hard. She was saying, though, she was saying it like, oh, I wasn't that crazy. She said, I only used cocaine. I didn't use anything else. <laughs> cocaine and champagne. <laughs> I didn't use any other drugs at all, she said. I just, it made me perform better. I just did blow before we went on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the drug advocacy groups think, think of about. That, yeah, <laughs> because I mean, it's not necessarily an endorsement. No, but she did say it made her play better. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles, I guess, were hard on it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you listen, here's the thing about drug use: if you know anybody from a certain era. Okay. Yeah. Like I missed that whole era. I was a teenager in a the eighties. Too young for it. But if you know anybody that was in their twenties in the eighties, okay, they probably did blow. If they were cool. <laughs> right. Like, like if they were out, like hanging out with yeah. people and going to concerts and yeah, yeah. 
if you knew anybody that was in the tw- in their 20s in the 80s that was in radio or music industry there is a what percentage 80 <laughs> <laughs> There's an 80% chance they did blow. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This was news on Friday. So a lot of action on social media on the weekend on this. So I'll give you a rundown quickly so you understand why. So Edmonton taxpayers are apparently paying for fines for city drivers, like people who drive like city buses, so yeah, garbage truck, photo f- photo radar vehicles. If a bus driver, a garbage truck, photo radar vehicle, even if they get a photo radar ticket, yeah, um, the city is paying that fine. And so taxpayers are essentially paying that fine. The reason is, and and I guess this wasn't the case before last be- summer, before July twenty twenty one. But the union that represents the city employees negotiated this out of their contract because apparently previous to that, if you were a bus driver and you got a ticket like a red light camera ticket driving, you had to you had to chew on that. Yeah, they would give it to you to go. Okay, here's your four hundred dollar ticket or whatever, Jim. But now, yeah, now after last summer, they yeah because of the union, they're not allowed to do that or whatever. See, with us, if I drive the station vehicle, mm-hmm. right? If I if I grab the keys to the Harvard um, Cruise truck yeah. SUV, and we're off to some event, and I get a photo radar ticket, Jimmy has to pay it. Yeah, that's if you the get agreement. a photo radar, if you if you get a parking ticket, <laughs> that is the agreement. If, if, I didn't I'm agree. I did. I'm kidding. I, anyway, there was a parking ticket I had to pay. Jimmy's union sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My union really sucks. <laughs> How do you feel about this, Grant? Um, this is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, they can tell who's driving a city truck or a bus, right? Give them the fine if they get a photo radar ticket. Don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, ah. <sighs> They get if they get pulled over, they still have to pay the ticket. It's just something to do with the photo radar. But it's even photo radar trucks if they get yeah, a photo radar ticket. <laughs> that was the Go one on, thing that I, I laughed. Fine, I gotta pay it. <laughs> the photo radar truck got a. There's a picture of them getting a ticket. That's a red course, light camera. That's yeah. of course the one they used for the <laughs> for the story. For the article. <laughs> I don't know how do how do you how do people feel about this? Text us seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. I, I think it's greasy. It's greasy that we're paying for it. So tax- taxpayers are paying for for city employees to break the law. Thousands of dollars, it's too. It's like way up It there. was almost $70,000 that we had to cover that in the last year. taxpayers had to pay for it. La- well, and previous to that, it was quite a bit less because they had to pay it. But now yeah. that they don't have to pay it, now the fines are going way up. <laughs> Basically, they they're like basically city employees are like, well, I don't have to pay this anymore. So. I can drive like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I wouldn't. <laughs> if I knew that somebody was picking up if my I, photo yeah. radar tickets, why would you obey this? Oh my <laughs> god, I would be driving like a total dick. <laughs> so I people hate to say that. But. So people are speeding to catch you speed. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, if you have any thoughts on this, yeah. We're getting a few texts here. Are we? Okay. Yeah. Cruise FM. So we just found out that the city is picking up 
photo radar tickets for city drivers. So if you drive a garbage truck, if you drive a school bus or, or a city bus, sorry, or you drive a photo, a photo radar, radar vehicle <laughs> and you get a photo radar ticket, the city, so the taxpayers, is paying it. Paying and that, it's, yeah. in the last year, it's been almost $70,000. Um, so we're getting a bunch of texts on this. Bunch of texts on that. So he's saying, either make the driver pay it or toss it. I don't want to pay for it because that's the other, well, that was like, the why, thing that why I was the city just ripping up the tickets. Can't you get in front of it? Yeah, I, I think there's. I think the issue might be, and don't don't quote me on this, but it's it's a separate company that is being contracted by uh, the city to release the tickets. So that's why. So the city doesn't, they don't show up at the city. And the city doesn't, somebody working for the city right. isn't going through the tickets. It's somebody else. So that I, I don't know if there's a reason why they just don't have to pay the ticket. Yeah. Like if the money's well, going you, you to the city, the city. You could just like, just write it off. And- or maybe it, because the province is involved. I I, I don't know uh, the the ins and outs of that, to be honest. Um, yeah. Somebody said if they don't have to pay the fine themselves, there's no incentive for them to drive properly. Well, that's I, what you were saying. That's what I was. And yeah. again, like I, I, I hate to be that guy, but I already speed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> don't tell me that I'm not going to get any tickets. <laughs> Ryan said on the city vehicles getting tickets and then we're paying for them tickets on buses should be paid for as they have a schedule to keep and they need to be on time and okay. might have to run a couple reds or speed a bit uh, but every other city vehicle should go to the driver they don't have an excuse that's what he was saying okay so but bus I, drivers i don't know if bus drivers should be allowed to speed <laughs> especially run red lights <laughs> anyway we got a city driver on hold okay so um, he doesn't want us to use his name, but he said he is okay recording his thoughts on this. So we'll get to that in a minute. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is getting heated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So any people would have okay. an opinion. I want to play the call that we just recorded with the guy yeah. who doesn't drive for the city, but drives all day. All day he's driving around the but city. I, for I, work. Need to, I need to edit. The, the call, okay? I need to clean it up a little bit. It went a little long. So we'll play that next, if you don't mind. Can we can we move your grant report, Grant? Sure. Okay. Yep. But we did get a text from somebody f- that, that does drive for the city, right? I'm trying to figure out if they drive for the city or if that's just the way they worded it. But they said, morning, gents. As a transit operator, they will get disciplined for speeding infractions one day or three day or maybe even a five-day suspension from driving, depending on their record, so they are held accountable for their actions. The old way was paying the ticket and suspensions, double whammy. So now they just don't have to pay it. They just get a suspension. So if if Grant gets three tickets in a week driving the the cruise vehicle, and cruise is a city company... Then you would you'd get you wouldn't be allowed to drive for a week or something mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Do we know that for sure though? I don't know that for sure. If anybody yeah. can confirm that one way or the because that is a form of discipline for driving. Yeah. It does seem rather suspicious that we had fifteen thousand dollars worth of tickets one year, then the city starts paying, and then we had seventy thousand. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seems like people aren't too concerned about the suspensions. <laughs> no. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So you drive for the city. No, I don't drive no. for the city. He just drives no, I, all day. I drive in the city all day. Oh, so what's your, what's your they, take on it? Well, I'm expected to follow the speed limit and everything as a commercial driver. They're employees. They're driving a, a company vehicle. The company is the city of Edmonton. That reflects on us. Got to be doing 10 over at least in order to get a ticket. How fast are these commercial vehicles going? Well, I think the no, photo radar ticket, the, the ticket that they was... They not only have to pay the ticket. Okay, yeah. They should yeah. have to get more than one or two in a shorter period of time. They should have to get go up in front of their supervisor for it. That's now, fair. My boss's office explaining why. No, Just to be Commercial vehicles. They, yeah. they're employees. They're getting paid. You're not going to no let me talk. For them to be <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I will say this: the one that we were talking about, and, and again, there's seventy thousand dollars worth of fines out there that we covered as taxpayers for the city employees um, and photo radar. But the one specifically that ended up in the article, not that I need to defend this guy, but it was a red light camera, so okay. it wasn't like he was doing. 10 over, I mean, he may have right. been, he got caught because he didn't get through the yellow quick enough, right? Right. So he was running a red. So that, Which makes He's it way better. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially since when they do that, the, the thing they do is they accelerate. It, so yeah. now if they're going to hit somebody, they're not just coasting yeah, hitting yeah, them yeah. with force. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate, as is somebody who drives a lot, we appreciate your, your thoughts on this. Alright? Alright, you have a good morning, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Drive safe, brother. We're not supposed to use his name. (laughs) The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Since we are an Edmonton morning show, I do feel like uh, we might have to mention a certain video of a certain hockey player walking down the street drunk. Holding hands with a girl who is not his girlfriend. Have you seen this one? It's all over the internet right now, and uh, it's not a good look for Connor McJesus. If it is him, and if it's not an old video, we don't know what this, what's going on here. Maybe it's an old video of him, but in this video, he is seen walking down the street, drunk, holding hands with a girl that is not the same girl that he was giving out house tours with a few months ago. <laughs> and when they call his name, he looks back and he looks very guilty in this video. You know, when you watch McDavid play hockey, you're like, this guy has got to be cheating. Turns out we might not be too far off. It's not hockey he's cheating at. Uh, in, in other news, you know, this video, it doesn't look good for McDavid. It's not a good sight. Not good, uh, it's not a good, you know, video of him. In other news, the Tampa Bay Lightning are back in the Stanley Cup Finals. And uh, one of the New York Rangers called his sister sexy. So, just an average day in the NHL. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> Uh, The Grant Report is brought to you by Locker Room Merchandise. Support our drinking habits and get yourself a stylish Edmonton Glory Holes tote bag. Shop today by clicking the link on any of our social media. 95.7 Cruise FM. It wouldn't be that difficult to find that video that Grant's talking about from the Grant Report. If you go online, you'll see it. All I did was search in Twitter. Connor McDavid. Yeah, it's, it's there. And it's got thousands and thousands of views right now. So I'll paint a picture for you. There's a girl. 
he's holding hands with her, and uh, they are clearly leaving some sort of uh, drinking establishment. Yeah. He looks pretty drunk, I'd say, out of 10. He's, yeah. he's, he's an 8 or a 9. Oh, yeah. Wasted, for sure. And uh, the guy that's videotaping him on his phone uh, says, Hey, Connor. And he turns around and looks. And then Grant comment, it, yes, he looks very guilty. It kind of gives that, um, you know, the ones where it's like the record scratch. And it's like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that look <laughs> on his face. Okay. Here's what I want to say. Listen. His business is his business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, you can judge him, and and many yeah. people will for what he did. If it is in fact true that he cheated on his girlfriend, fiance, whatever's going on there, whatever's yeah. going on there, um, and this, can I say this out loud? This isn't me condoning what he did. No, but at least he's sh- showing some human. Like, is that fair? <laughs> Like when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, no, you know, I, I know, I know that sounds awful. Yeah. But he's he's unbelievable on the ice, mm-hmm. right? He's pretty quiet. We don't know a lot about him. He keeps things pretty yeah, he close. Keeps, well, he's been trained since he was a kid. Yeah. So at to least keep things quiet. I don't know. At least he's human. No, isn't that? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Can I say that without giving him props for? Yeah, I guess. Why are you so quiet? As a fellow human being that gets drunk from time to time. You're going to excuse us? No. I've been in that situation where you have no idea what's going on and a girl's leading you around. Like, I've seen pictures of me going into uh, rooms, like, with Auntie Shirley and... It's her holding my hand, but then your reaction is to hold back. Yeah, you had no say. No, <laughs> of course not. Like, it's just the thing is, is you're so you, drunk that you had, like, I'm not condoning it, but he might not have I've been seen you totally- go into rooms with Auntie Shirley before, and you, it's all, you always have a say in that. It's never heard, like... No, no, she's not dragging me. She's not dragging me her. by my hair, okay. but... All right, this took a turn I didn't need it to. Okay, l- listen, it's out there. We'll probably end up hearing about it for the next two years. Yeah. Right, it is what it is. The kid screwed up. How old is he? Is he 24, 25? 25, I think. Right? Remember when you were in your 20s? We were all idiots. Maybe we didn't do this, but we were all idiots, right? Kid's human. Whatever. He made a mistake. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we got a winner. We'll get to that in just a minute. But here's my advice for you. I'll be doing this all week. You'll be okay. giving advice? and then I, we'll could, be- I could do this like I'm such a good father. You should write a book. <laughs> I should write a book. Yeah. Should, can you jot these down, Jimmy? Uh, no. Take notes? Okay. <laughs> now, um, Donnie. I've met Donnie a couple of times. Donnie's yeah. two, right? Yeah. Okay. Donnie is going to be a monster. The kid is going to be <laughs> He's huge. He's a big boy, yeah. And you're going to need to stay in shape because yeah. at some point you're going to have to fight him. <laughs> so, you like, do the math. I'm thinking 14 years from now, you'll be in you your know, late You know, 40s. not everyone fights their parents like you did. Okay. Listen. <laughs> I never fought my me. dad. No, me neither. Okay. Trust me when I tell you, you better stay so, in shape or he's going to kick your ass. So two out of the three people in this room have not fought their father. <laughs> it happens. It was a weird ceremony Locke had at his TPU growing up. You're going with this for the winner? Sure. Yeah, let's do this one. 
Dad Vice. What's your name? My name's Memphis. Sorry? Memphis. Memphis. Mem- Memphis, what's your advice for Grant? Well, I would say he should treat the kids like uh, like family, like like little gifts of life. I there like we that. go. I like that advice. You're gonna you're gonna be our winner, brother. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're the no winner way. of dad advice. Yeah, you got uh, Fogarty tickets and a hundred bucks of beef jerky from Wilhawk Beef Jerky, which by the way, I it don't want to I don't want to over exaggerate <laughs> this, but it is unbelievable. Like no way. Yeah, this stuff is insanely good. Thanks, guys. Congrats. I appreciate that. Okay, so this guy has a social media thing about barbecuing called How to Barbecue Right, and he does a bunch of videos and things like that, and his name is Malcolm Reed. This got sent to me because we've been talking about pickle in a bag now for weeks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Since you first found out about it, now you've been obsessed with pickle in a bag. This is pretty interesting, though, what he did. I might even try this. Spicy barbecue pickles. I saw this on TikTok. Had to try it. You got one jar. Dill pickles. Then you need some barbecue rub. I've got my hot rub. Shake it up just a little bit to get it going. Then I'm going to take them another level with some hot sauce. It can't be bad. Put the lid back on. Let's shake them up good. Throw them in the refrigerator overnight, at least 12 hours. But I already waited because I did a jar yesterday to try them out. Let's just see how we did. Look good. Smell good. Pickle. Barbecue rub. Hot sauce. Got a nice little spicy kick. Get the barbecue flavor. That's a winner right there. I can see a Bloody Mary in my future going back in. Check that out. Okay. All that was a damn genius. I was expecting him to barbecue the pickles for some reason. No, no. He just basically had a jar of pickles, put like a rub in it, and, and he did a like hot a, sauce. A quick and... little video. That's the whole video too that he posted on his Instagram page. Yeah, somebody had sent to me. So yeah, Malcolm Reed. You should, you got to go to his webpage, Grant. Yeah, oh I'm God. on it. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. The, I want to try Jimmy, those pickles though. Jimmy should try some and bring them in for you. Yeah, I might do it myself. <laughs> I so, had someone like I got these uh, vodka. Dill pickles from the uh, from the liquor store. Are they are they any good? They probably be a good garnish. I don't like them just as a pickle. Yeah, I, I don't know if the booze but thing works for me. This is it, a, because it's a mix between the booze and the vinegar. It has a weird taste to it. Okay, but but the thing is, is someone suggested that I'm going to try wrap them in bacon and cook them in the oven. That might be better. Yeah, or barbecue. Oh, but the Bloody Mary or the Caesar thing. Yeah. So yeah, so he takes his rub that he puts on his his hot rub that he puts on whatever meat he's barbecuing, throws that in there, adds his hot sauce to it. Yeah, I mean you could think of a rub, you could find a rub for sure to put mm-hmm. in there, or some kind of a spice along that lines, and then let it sit and yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm all over I might try this on the weekend. Make your own. And now the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. This is the stupidest Star Wars news I've. Uh, this is the oh, dumbest I'm so thing. Glad you this agree is, with this. This is the dumbest Disney News uh, Plus thing that they could have ever done. They're ta- they are doing a, a spinoff of uh, Reva, so she's third sister in the Obi Wan Ken- uh, Kenobi series. She's the one hunting down Obi Wan. Yeah. Yes, she's the, one. She's one of the the, the four series. inquisitors. Let me ask a question. She's third sister. That's not the question. Okay. I don't care about the third sister. That means nothing to me. Is it just me, or is she, is she an horrible awful actress? Like it's I, I, Grant. I, she's. I don't even know if it's she's an awful actress. A, it's an awful not character right for the role. Something. Yeah, something's it just wrong. It doesn't feel Star Warsy. 
Like she's kind of like when Bill Burr was in Star Wars and he was doing a Boston accent. Oh, but I loved that. I loved oh, that because it was funny. That was one but, of the best parts. But if you look at it, like you're like, okay, this is not great. But if they do like, a if they do a spinoff of this, even Ewan McGregor's acting's not great in this either. Like. Uh, I don't mind him too much, the Princess a, Leia. But if they do a spinoff, oh, you know it's going to be... Wood her. Yeah. Yeah. If they do a spinoff, it's going to be <laughs> a prequel. Not to react. <laughs> it's going to be... A, oh, it's because she's... Because oh. uh, the, the thing is... The thing is, though, is because it was... Because one of your teased, predictions it was, was teased that she's going to die, right? Oh, at the hands of Darth Vader, 127%. Because... He actually said, you fail me one more time, you're toast. And the thing is, is she's going to fail him one more time. We all because, know that. Because Obi-Wan is uh, living in, away. In, in another movie, and so is Leia. So she's as good as, as bird feed. I like, still think they could get rid of the, the kid. Oh, yeah. Something. they got to work that in there I somehow. Don't I don't know box, if they can. Something. She's in the future. Yeah, they can know. figure it out. They can kill her. Like yeah. Maybe she's like in the Force... We all think like if they were going to do a spinoff, they should that do a spinoff annoying. of uh, yeah. of the Grand Inquisitor in that show. <laughs> like to to the point where it makes it like, am I watching a kids show right now when I see Princess Leia? Like, and they're like, oh yeah, I guess Star Wars was for kids, is for kids, so maybe I shouldn't yeah. be upset about a Princess Leia character. Yeah, this was that that announcement was really no. They should do one for the Grand Inquisitor, the one that sh- it looked like she killed him. Oh really? Are you saying that he's not dead? He kind of took a lightsaber through the chest. Uh, yeah, there's there's this great podcast that's out wherever you can get your podcasts in which uh, there's this guy, you call him Jedi Jimmy. Uh, he talks about this kind of stuff. Well, okay. So you should Is actually it check it out. <laughs> I don't like subtitles that much. <laughs> Are there subtitles on your... I should almost put subtitles at some point. <laughs> when you drink 15 beer with Army Chris and then try to record a podcast. Okay, this last time it was only six. The city of Edmonton is committed to ensuring that our lack of effort with the new innovative and hands-off mosquito abatement program is a complete success. We're now expanding the program to include a mosquito sighting tip line. Now that we're bored with the pandemic and you're no longer calling bylaw to report your neighbor's grandmother's birthday party, we encourage Edmontonians to now use the city's 311 switchboard to report the location of any and all mosquitoes you see within the city limits. You may also call to report any standing water on your neighbor's property, including pools that aren't in active use that may become a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Remember, the success of this program is entirely your responsibility, Edmonton. You're all in this together. Our 311 operators are standing by to take your call. This has been a message from the City of Edmonton. Not a real message. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We got the, the, the COVID dog, Kingston. Yeah. We've had him for about a year now. All the one-year videos are popping up, right? In your memories. I can't how much he's grown. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a big dog. 80 pounds. Anyway, uh, Silver Lab, and he, um, if I'm being honest, runs the house. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got full control over us, and uh, we basically are there for his bidding. Yeah. And you do everything for him. And- it's a problem um, because he's the dog. Like, we're the adults. Yeah, that happens, right? So I'm like, at some point, this, this relationship needs to shift. Like, I'm paying the bills. Oh, it's too late now. But <laughs> anyway, 
Um, we, we've we uh, been seeking some help, and I remember a couple of months back, I think, we went on the air and I, I talked about possibly looking into training. And this actual, this this one trainer was recommended a couple of times when we when we mentioned it. So I gave him a call and we, and we ended up out there on Sunday. And I got to tell you, I'm uh, just based on one 30-minute consult. Like we're way ahead of where we were. Oh, really? Like yeah. from one class? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He just, he gets the, the thing is. The way that they trained you to. To talk to him or whatever, maybe makes a difference. No, it's giving you an understanding of of what kind of dog he is, and him. He's very intuitive. This this guy Adam, he gets he figured out quite quickly within five ten yeah. minutes the relationships and the dynamics. Because my wife has a different relationship with the dog than I do. Yeah, right. And he picked up on it very quickly, and then you know, gave us some pointers mm-hmm. that we can use to sort of take control of our home yeah. like, <laughs> away from the dog. <laughs> I love the dog. Back. I love the dog, but I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he is playing us. He is so smart. Mm-hmm. He just, he, we're at his beck and call. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's not something my wife and I want. <laughs> Are you and sure he's not even using the, he's not even using the training somehow to mess with you probably. Well probably he's, he's probably tricking you. already figured out how to mess with. But cuz Kingston's a lab, right? Mm-hmm. So he's on the go constantly. Yeah. He's not a pet, he's a working dog. Right? So you have to and the way Adam explained it, you have to train a working dog differently than you would a pet, right? right. Cuz he doesn't the, the whole thing with the, the treats, which is what we were taught to do when we first went to... Yeah. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care about those treats. treats. No, yeah. no. He'll eat them, yeah. right? But then he just goes about doing the same activity. <laughs> it doesn't actually have any impact on him, right? Yeah. I it's, mean, it's more of a distraction so I can get my shoe back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly... Yeah, yeah no, he... Uh, and Like, Jimmy saw it firsthand. This Jimmy went out. We had, he had to leave his shoes outside. <laughs> they weren't so, allowed in the house. They weren't allowed in the house. So he went outside to put his shoes on, and, and Jimmy mistakenly left a shoe out there, and I had to let the dog out because he had to go to the bathroom. I was putting so, it on. I put I, I dropped the one down and was able to well, get my foot in it. This is why I we were late that morning. Yeah. We spent 30 minutes running trying around outside trying to get Jimmy's sh- shoe back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, if you're looking for some help with your pet, I would highly recommend um, 780 Kennels. This guy, Adam, he was unbelievable. We're going back, I think, next weekend. Uh, what he does is he he figures that when you got a working dog, he goes, we got to figure out what his task is, mm-hmm. what he's good at, his agility or scent or whatever. So then, then you train him in that, and then the task becomes the the prize, right? Because mm. they want to work, right? That was yeah. how he was explaining it. They don't they want to eat, but they want to work. It's it's the job that that it's their focus. They need a job. They need a job. So you just got to figure out what that job is, and then figure out how to train him in that regard. So yeah, hmm. it made a lot of sense. Yeah. I haven't had anybody tell us the, these kind of things and be that intuitive about. Like he nailed our dog. Yeah, we were doing a couple of things right, which is nice. Like we, like I was trying to explain to him, like I can't play fetch with the dog. Because he will not bring the ball back. No. I got to have a second ball. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's a 
that's a training technique. <laughs> so I figured that out on my own, right? Like, because I wanted to play catch with the damn dog, but yeah. he would just run and he just runs the ball, the ball and, go, and then you come get it for me. Wants you to wrestle asshole. it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's 780 kennels. They're just outside of Spruce Grove. Amazing. It's a kennel thing and a dog training. Um, uh, so yeah, mm. I wanted to give him a plug because. I think he might change our lives. <laughs> and now, another episode of Locker Room TV. we got a very special guest with us. His name is Trent Wilhawk. And uh, Trent is a absolute magician <laughs> with uh with beef jerky. Yeah. We want to we want to thank you uh for jumping on our dad vice um promotion that we're doing this week and we're giving away to each winner uh that gives the best advice to Grant. Uh, we're giving them away a hundred bucks worth of your product along with um, with uh, some John Fogarty tickets. So wanted to thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, well thanks what, for having me this morning, guys. Appreciate it. No, no problem. Trent, um, is this a labor of love that turned into a business? Like, how did you get into this beef jerky thing? Well, kind of a long story short, but um We've been in business for 58 years. We were a, uh, yeah, it's a family business started with my uncles and my grandfather. Uh, we were, uh, we were actually a slaughtering plant, uh, called Wilhawk or sorry, called Leduc meat packers. And then of course, over the, over the time of doing custom, uh, killing and wrapping of beef and pork, uh, you know, the demand for beef jerky grew and, and, uh, we developed a recipe over the years that, you know, we fine tuned as time went on and, and like I said, long story short, uh, the jerky aspect of the uh, of the business took off, where we were able to shut down the uh, the, the killing plant, the custom the, the custom cutting and wrapping, and and focus more on that aspect. And uh, the business just evolved and and blew up, and and what is now today known as Wilhock Beef Jerky. And uh, you know, knock on wood. Thank you very much. It's been a big success. <laughs> Yeah. What, what is it that makes your jerky so good? We had some of it and we were just like, oh my God. What is, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is, it's, it's, a, it's a fresh, moist meat product. So it's not full of additives and preservatives like the stuff that sits in the grocery stores and the convenience stores and the gas stations where, you know, it could sit there for 10 years and it's still the same stuff. Like I said, this is a fresh, moist meat product that, you know, really only has a shelf life of seven to 10 days. And, and that's what makes it so good and so unique that it's real meat and it's, you know, well seasoned, smoked and, and, uh, you know, and you don't break your teeth trying to chew it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the beef jerky, like we, we had just the, the jerky, you had a little tour. We weren't around. It got left for us. And, uh, I'm wondering if you have any other products or is that, is that, is it, that's your 100% focus? Well, you know, jerk. Jer you know, be honest. The jerky is ninety-eight percent of our business, but we do yeah. have other products. We have, we have, de depending on our two stores. Like we also have a second store in Spruce Grove that my cousin Trevor uh, owns and operates. That they bought a franchise from me a few years, uh, about five years ago. But we have about seven different types of pepperonis. We have a ham sausage. We have a a fine garlic sausage. Um, different types of smokies. Uh, in, in Leduc, we have, you know, hamburger patties, ground beef, that oh, wow. kind of thing. But uh, we, we don't do any, um, any uh, uh, cuts, uh, fresh cuts of meat. Just, 
just not our not our thing. We strictly focus with the jerky, and uh, yeah, it's everything's great. And do we to get your jerky or any of your other products? We got to come in store into Leduc or Spruce Grove. Uh, for the most part, yeah, we do we do do some shipping, but it, it's really the the cost to ship to from Leduc to Edmonton just really doesn't make sense. Like yeah. we'll ship we'll ship to BC, we'll ship to Saskatchewan, we'll ship to Manitoba, for just you know, just for examples. But yeah, you you gotta you gotta come into the two stores and uh, and buy it off the, buy it from us from there. I drive to the Arctic Circle for your stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> the other thing good, to do is I, I should probably put a plug out right now. Um, uh, like I like I just said a little earlier, my cousin Trevor, who owns and operates our our Spruce Grove location, they're actually just about to open a, a retail outlet in West Edmonton Mall. So that's, okay. kind, of, that, that's kind of a little oh. bit of excitement for our for our family, and and we're hoping that uh, that outlet will be open. It's going to be huge. Oh, you had me. I'm going to go there on a regular basis. That's not. Yeah, we're hoping that we're hoping that uh, that outlet will be open on the 24th of June. You know. Uh, knock on wood, everything goes well, but, uh, yeah, soon we'll be in West Edmonton mall. And, you know, as a family, we're excited about that and, and, uh, yeah, but other than that, uh, Leduc and Spruce Grove are the two places to go. We were talking to Allison about, she's a big fan and Allison is your yeah. sales rep here from cruise. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, she's the one that uh, connected us with you and, and the reason why you're on this promo and, and, and everything like that. But she, she mentioned something to me. She goes, I put them in Caesars. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be so good. She has Caesars on the weekends or whatever because I think she's a raging alcoholic, <laughs> and so she takes this. She takes the beef jerky, yeah, <laughs> and throws it in there. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's a good oh, idea. Oh my god, you just changed my life. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're big fans, Trent. And, and again, thank you. Um, is there a web page we should send people to? We know about the store in Leduc. We know about. Uh, the 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 cousin store in Spruce Grove. You guys, when are you opening up in West Edmonton Mall? We're we're hoping to be open uh, June twenty fourth. Uh, well, that's uh, coming around. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's coming around. But as as we all know, in today's world, you always got to expect the unexpected. So uh, we'll 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 see what happens there. But the I know the the plan is June twenty four. Um, you know, that's uh, let's hope. Uh, Trevor and Amanda have it all figured out and yeah. and that'll, that'll be the date. And uh, like I said, we're excited about that, but, okay. but as for a, uh, for a website uh, that we got two different websites. Uh, one is, one is uh, willhawkbeefjerky.com and the other one is willhawkbeefjerky.ca. You've been listening to the locker room podcast, making radio great again. Really guys brought to you by always plumbing and heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95, seven cruise FM. Thank <laughs> you.